future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. She's passionate about telling stories of amazing women who are rocking the world and empowering women to live, love, and thrive. Here's your host, Katherine Gray. Hi, welcome, welcome. Well, today on Live, Love, Thrive, Women's Empowerment Hour, brought to you by 360 Karma, we are telling more positive stories of amazing women. We really can't tell enough of those, can we? And today we have two ladies that are really making a difference and paying it forward. Later in the show, we're going to have an author and speaker who has survived cancer for more than 14 years, and she is the incredible Beverly Hyman Feed. And we'll talk to her a little bit later. But first up, we have entertainment executive and uh, human rights activist and advocate, uh, Rachel Chanel Adams. And uh, she is just an amazing young lady, and I'm so happy to have her on the show today. Please welcome Rachel. Thank you for having me, Catherine. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good. Uh, you are just uh, one of these young women that... Uh, really uh, blow me away with everything that you're doing. Thank Not you. only do you work in the uh, entertainment industry, I know you're, you and your brother's company, you uh, put together um, events and, and right. bring in like celebrities for uh, big events like South by Southwest. Right. I know you uh, brought in Katy Perry for one of those events. Right. Um, and, and other different rappers and, and uh, musicians in various genres. Yes. Um, and that's really cool. Thank you. Yeah, it sounds like a fun job. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty fun. You know, um, I find myself doing most of my leisure time at the same time as I'm working. Yeah. So we've traveled the world. We've done plenty of festivals, uh, Splash Festival in Ferropolis, Germany. And um, we also help out with the European uh, MTV Music Awards. Oh, wow. So um, we've done a lot of events um, all over the world. And it is fun at times and challenging as well, but yeah. fun. Yeah. And what I started to say, and we'll talk more about that, uh -huh. but uh, what I started to say was that besides doing all that magnificent work right. in your day-to-day, -day, you know, everyday job, uh, over and above that, what I'm really amazed at, and I hope you inspire other young women that are listening and around the world, um, to that you really give back in your everyday life. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and we're going to talk about some of the things that you're involved in. So. Okay. One of those things is I know last year you traveled to Peru. Right. And tell me a little bit about that organization and what you did there. We actually have some pictures of you in Peru okay. with the children. I know, I know you, we talked about this and you had said it was such a life-changing experience. It definitely was life-changing. Uh, I've never been to a, an area that's considered a third-world country. Um, I've never been in a rural area in that context. And I was there for the whole month of November. I started working with the association Soli Luna um, in July through volunteerism and helping them get their um, administrative functions together. So and is I, that something that other people could volunteer to do here in the U.S.? Or? Yes. Um, yeah. People in the U.S. can volunteer to help out a lot of organizations. I've been asked um, by other organizations in Libya and other areas oh. as well to help them um with their functionality and getting their books and getting on a on a scale that's um, globally accepted, so they're right. trying to 
you know, meet the requirements of the United Nations and those type of things. Right. So, yeah, people can help out with any areas of expertise that they may have mm -hmm. um, that can help other organizations flourish. So I know originally before the what, what you're doing now uh, – uh, with the entertainment industry, right. you were working for the University of Houston. Yes. Um, and, and, and how did you get involved in this uh, organization in Peru? And, and tell us a little bit more about that. So the organization in Peru, it was another organization that I was volunteering with. And um, I don't know if they got my name out of a database of from the work that I was doing, but I know that they got my contact information from them. Oh, so they and, reached out yeah, to you. Yeah, they reached out to me mm -hmm. and asked me to help specifically with the inclusion program for um, children and young people with disabilities. Mm -hmm. So that was the first and immediate goal. But when I got there, it just kind of grew into helping with the entire school. And the school has about 200 children. Wow. Um, and most of the ch those children, they give the transportation to. Uh, transportation is... So you were telling me over there, if the kids have a disability, they can't go to school. So someone saw the need to fill exactly. that need yeah. uh, for these children. Definitely. Yeah. If the children, um, there's just no other school in the province that accepts children uh, with disabilities. And what province is that? Uh, it's in Yorubamba. Mm -hmm. It's just the, what the area is called. Okay. Um, but the Sacred Valley in general. Sacred Valley. Yeah, the Sacred Valley. Yeah. yeah, so um, they actually go to the children's homes, uh, investigate what's going on inside of their homes. A lot of the children are hidden away from the general public from other family members locked in a room. They're not fed, they're not clothed. Um, one case in particular, one of the children is just totally unclothed and kept just from having to do the necessary things to keep the child, you know, clean. The child actually needs a diaper, so they don't put the diaper on, they just leave the child yeah, in a room locked and, away. And this is because in this culture, uh, they shun these children that have the disabilities because they yes. don't want people to know they have exactly. children. They're not educated with disabilities. On, on, on the subject. That's right. that's what we really um, put a lot of the emphasis on education of people in the community. While I was there, I worked with the local government on developing those type of terms and um, other programs that can help and assist um, young people with disabilities. So sad, but yeah, but so sad. wonderful that they're recognizing that need and doing something about it. Definitely. So I imagine that brought you. I mean, I can tell from the pictures it brought yeah. a lot of joy to spend time with Definitely. these children. Yeah. making such a difference in their lives. Uh, what kind of disabilities did these children have? So they were physical and mental uh, disabilities. Could have been either. It could have been either. Mm -hmm. um, and we tried to make sure that they are not in a separate class or in a separate system from the other children um, at the school. So they're really integrated. They go to the same classrooms. They might leave for physical therapy. Um, I know one of the students, he has cerebral palsy, so they give him physical therapy on the um, in a special area. They have an area called like the circus. So it's like they're on uh, ropes and they're swinging in the air. It's really fun and having exciting. Fun. Yeah. yeah. So it's As not- As kids should be. Yeah, it should fun. be, definitely. Yeah. And, and so um, from all over the province, they take in these children 
that have their disabilities and they come to the school for the day or yes uh-huh. they come to the school early in the morning um about seven o'clock in the morning and they leave around five wow yeah and they pick them up from their homes in whatever area a lot of the students are actually in group homes so they'll go to the group home and just pick up all the children and bring them to the so school. some of the parents put them in a group home exactly. because they don't want to deal with it and then those kids get to come to this school yes and some wow. of the, who started this school uh petite mehibel and she's actually from france so wow. she's from yeah and she moved there she um works but she oversees the hotel, which I think. See, that's it what, took a woman yeah, to start a program exactly, like this. That's exactly. my point. And yeah. she oversees the hotel, which brings in a lot of tourists from um, high socioeconomic backgrounds. And while seeing all these people tour, you know, come in and you experience um, the all that the tourist tourism has to offer. Right. The it's beauty. The and beauty and everything. The but it's also and, yeah, the resort. Yeah. But it's also a lot of poverty. And so she wanted to try to figure out a way to get people to give back to the area rather right. than just come and take right. um, from the beauty that is that's the Sacred beautiful. Valley. Yeah, That's beautiful. And it's so nice that you got tied into that. I'm very grateful, yeah. yeah. And, and at such a young age, you're uh-huh. starting down that path. Now, I know that's just one of the things that you're involved Definitely. in. Um, so having originally worked at the University of Texas, where you attended, University right? University of Houston, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. University of Houston, Houston uh-huh. right. Um, uh, just seeing if you knew. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so when you attended there, you ended up working there after, yes. right? And another beautiful thing that you were telling me that your functionality there was to uh, make sure that kids that had the grants stayed in school. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Students who receive federal Pell Grant, which are usually low income students, mm-hmm. um, that made up a big portion of the students that were in our program. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Nationally, about 50% of students that receive federal Pell Grant are retained and graduate from their university. And the retention rate is based on a six-year period. So so 50% do, then 50% don't. don't. Exactly. That's national statistics. Um, In our program, we had a consistent... percentage of about 98 to 99% of the students being retained. Wow. And what were you all doing to perpetuate that? So it's a holistic program. We offer uh, guidance. We offer um, um, different types of testing. Um, One test is the Lassie test, and it's an assessment so you can know exactly why you should be in college and what are your interests Mm -hmm. and what type of careers fit best for you. And so when people take that test, they realize, oh, I'm meant to be here, exactly. I have a path, I can see it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. oh, that's great. Um, it was led under the leadership of Ms. Robbie Evans, and she really was good with, I've seen her mentor Again, a woman. And again, a woman. Mentor mm-hmm. personally hundreds of students while wow. I was there. Wow. Even if they did not qualify for the program. Wow. She still will help them and assist them. So she, oh, There's got to yeah. be more people out there Definitely. like that. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and so... Also, you were telling me that um, a lot of times people don't stay in it because it's like complicated about how to get the funds and stuff. Yeah. And you all help them with that. Right. So a lot of people, I think, um, with anything, just not knowing the processes, not knowing how to navigate through a situation or how to achieve your goals will stifle you and make you look at other situations and focus on that instead. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of students drop out because they need money. So they'll drop out because they'd rather work 
in whatever job they were working right. and then attend school. So we actually guided the students, helped them to understand how to write a petition letter to receive their financial aid and how to actually go to the financial aid office and speak to people uh, effectively. What key words and what key phrases will get your case heard um, and your problem solved? That's great. Yeah. So you guys actually helped them get the grants definitely, too. Definitely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, there's got to be more advocates out there like that. Yes. Uh, do most universities have a program like this? So most universities do have some type of student retention program or a program to ensure access to people, all people, um, mm -hmm. for higher education. But it sounds like this woman established something where it was very hands-on. Yes. And I think that in any program Definitely. is what makes things work. Yes. It's that human interaction, knowing first of all, that somebody cares mm -hmm. and that somebody is there to help. Because yes. lots of times you can't figure things out no, online. Not me, of course. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, especially me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, to have someone hold you by the hand yeah. and, and walk you through the process and cheer you on. Cheer you on. Because people don't always have families that are they cheering them on. They do not. And the families, a lot of the yeah. students in that program were first generation college students. So their parents don't yeah. understand they don't the understand process it. of college. Yeah. They can't help them. They, they can't, can't really help you. you know, no. And they're probably not being encouraging. No, so. she was available to students 24 hours a day. And yeah. when she left, I took on that same responsibility that I saw in her. That's great. Yeah. What a wonderful mentor. Very wonderful. And I know you pass that along, that you help mentor other people. Yeah, I still mentor a lot of the yeah. students from that program. Wow, yeah. that's great. Do you have any in particular that you uh, would like to mention that you think, you know, are being uh, helped? I don't want to mention specific names because right. of, like, FERPA laws and things right. like that when you work in right, a university. Of but definitely I have students who have graduated and went on to become psychologists. And uh, one student in particular that's a psychologist, she's also an activist. So, And she didn't have um, too hard of a story as some of the other students that we've uh -huh. heard. But just watching and learning and being mentored is, like you say, it's that pass it on type of mentality, pay it forward yes. type of mentality. And yes. so she's... Um, working with um, students, young people exiting out of the correctional system, criminal oh, wow. justice system, yeah. Oh, wow. So different, that's, that's what I mentioned. People have different affinities or different uh, goals in life and different aspirations, but as long as we all are doing something to help other people, I think that's the most important thing. Absolutely, yeah. yeah I mean, one person might have uh, an, an interest in uh, you know, animals or Definitely. might be children with disabilities Consumer or issues. might be yeah. equal rights. Definitely. But uh, so important to uh, at least focus on something that speaks to your heart mm -hmm. and then actually do something do about something. it. And what re people don't realize is that uh, evoking that energy to do something, it's not a drudgery. No. It's so rewarding. Very rewarding. To help other people or help issues or help... Uh, animals or whatever it yes. is that you're passionate about, uh, the payback is, is a thousand times the effort is. put into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally and I, agree. I know you must feel that way with all the good things that yes. you're doing. Uh -huh. um, one thing we haven't mentioned that you're doing is the Girls Pact. You're on the board for Girls Pact. Yes. And tell us a little bit about that. Okay, yeah. Girls Pact uh, is a nonprofit organization based here in the LA area. Um, and the goal is to prevent unplanned teenage pregnancies among uh, girls. So we provide a oh, whole... Oh, boy, we need that. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. um, statistics, but luckily statistics show that uh, the unplanned 
teenage pregnancy rates have decreased within the last 10 years, 55% among Hispanics and 41% among black Americans um, youth. So programs like Girls Pact are very critical in that success rate. Right. right. And does Girls Pact go into the schools or how, how do they affect this uh, change and, and educate these women? Right, so Girls Pact, um, they have like offices or generally um, meet general meetings at about seven different school high schools and colleges in the mm-hmm. area. But also we get in the community. We have events all around the community at different venues and um, different community centers in which we bring in guest speakers. We have um, mentoring, career advice, and those type of things just to keep girls motivated and have them focus on their self-worth and their self-value because mm-hmm. low self esteem has been attributed to one of the number one reasons why teenagers do get pregnant. Right. One out of four girls will get pregnant by the age of 20. Right. So I think it also lends itself to, de- I mean, obviously yeah. to m- domestic abuse. Definitely. Too. And so just by uh, teaching all women, uh-huh. all women of all nationalities, right. all ethnicities, Definitely. all uh, sexualities, all locations mm-hmm. in the world, Teaching them self-esteem is what's going to change the world. Exactly. Instilling self-esteem in young women, Mm -hmm. letting them know that they are empowered to do whatever it is their heart desires, Mm -hmm. whatever their calling is. Definitely. And that is what is going to make the world a better place, is putting more women in positions of influence uh, because it will influence how we deal with everything from domestic abuse to peace in the world, uh, to the environment. Um, uh, You know, I've been saying week in, week out that uh, having a women's perspective at the table is so important in every issue. Men and women each bring something different to the table. They do. And so... Diversity in general. Yeah, diversity. You had to have multiple people represented. Yes. Or you will get the results that we've been seeing, exactly. you know what I mean, over and over again. You have yeah. to have more opinions. Yeah. I think that's the great thing about, like, the Internet and um, mm-hmm. Netflix and other areas of releasing information out to, through the media yes. is that we can get anyone can release their story. Right. It's not one corporate head, one person right. releasing uh the same movie or the same film, the same show over and over again. Right. We're seeing different people. Right. Yeah. It's refreshing. It really is. Yeah. And, you know, I uh, I love that uh, we have that opportunity with this show to definitely just bring people of all ages, yes. uh, all backgrounds, because uh, everyone in every sector is doing amazing work in the world and just want to tell their stories to inspire other women uh, to see themselves in people like you and yes. say, you know, oh, it, well, if she's doing it, so could I. And what could I be doing to yes. give back and to make a difference? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are doing so much. It just blows me away, Thank especially you so much. being so young. Thank you. I can't imagine what you're going to do. This is going to be an amazing life. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. What What's ahead for you? What, what are the things that speak to you that, uh, you know, you'd like to be doing? Uh, are there any political aspirations? I right. think I asked you that. Yeah, you I, I feel like you'd be a. You didn't you tell me your mom calls you? The, yeah, my, my the, uh, dad and my stepmom calls me Congresswoman. Congresswoman. And that's the name in their that, cell phone Rachel. when it calls. This yeah. is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and my I could dad, see that. Me and my dad have different uh, political views. So yeah. the fact that he wants me to really like, he really wants me to be involved in yeah. p- uh, policy. Yeah. 
I think that's uh, commendable. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, getting back to what you all do on a daily basis, uh, tell me a little bit about, like, what kind of clients do you work with? And, uh, you know, it's called... Um, Complex, complex entertainment, ent- entertainment mm-hmm. and the website is complexent.com. Correct, yeah. I think we have that up. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, w- what kind of clients do you all look to help? Uh, I know you get corporate sponsors. Like we yes. have a conference coming up yes. and we're talking about how you could help us with, you know, major corporate major sponsors, sponsors for um, the Live, Love, Thrive Women's yes. Empowerment Conference that is uh, coming up November 12th. Yes. I'm excited about that. Um, and what other types of... Uh, things you know events do you guys get behind i I know film festivals Mm -hmm. and conferences and so the main thing is to bring together two aspects that um normally wouldn't happen so a brand or um like for instance we have a festival um in nova scotia canada called halifax pop yeah halifax pop explosion and so we just brought in blundstone as blundstone boot boots as one of the sponsors and so they gave away boots and you get to see real-time feedback from uh, the attendees at the festival how much they love the boots and how great they think the fusion of the festival and the boots were Um, so we try to tie in different clients our clients which are usually brands to um connect with their customer or target customer base through means of entertainment because it's all about experience experience and you want to learn how to experience the brand you can own the brand but it's different from being in an environment right and you leave with that memory of oh this brand is awesome right the festival was awesome those type right. of things yeah. right a positive uh recollection of yeah, that recollection brand. Yes. yeah uh-huh. so you go to south by southwest yes. you you get to experience katie perry yes. and and uh, and it's sponsored by well we had um, we've done unofficial um, um, shows at South by Southwest with Bud Light and Bud so, Light yeah, okay you, so you, sponsored you by go Bud there Light. you have a great time yeah. and then you have a good memory of Bud, Bud, Bud Light. Light and yeah. so you start buying Bud Light yeah you that know? makes perfect sense exactly yeah mm-hmm. okay. I might okay. Maybe I'll buy Bud Light, <laughs> <laughs> especially since they got behind South by yeah, Southwest. Yes. No, if it is something that's uh, something that you love, like I love film, uh, and someone was getting behind it. Like I actually love the. Uh, they have some new beer commercials about women's empowerment. Yes. Yeah, have you seen yes. that? I love that. Me too. And and I I'll get behind a brand that gets behind women's yeah, empowerment. Exactly. So that's that's yeah. what we would do. We yeah. would unite a brand with something that they're not usually known for. Right. So you can get a new client base. You can get your new target market and right. um, build a relationship with them. Create brand loyalty. I love that. Yeah. What advice do you have for women uh, that would uh, like to step up their game and 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 give back? Definitely. So. Um, First, I have like this module that I follow for myself. Um, I put things in perspective. So first, you need to say something. So speak out. That can be just simply uh, voting or like a lot of people do. They write on their um, Instagram or Twitter, those type of things about issues that concern them or right. that they're concerned about. Secondly, it would be to do something. And so you will get out in the community. If you know someone um, who's not as well off, bring them some food, some non-perishable, um, clean, healthy, non-GMO food and um, help out your neighbors. And I think once you get into the habit of doing things like that. Like on a daily basis. On a daily basis. Do something basis, to give back. Yeah, it becomes in, it becomes ingrained in you. And so I, now I just heard a story of like a, I saw him uh, at an event I was at. He uh-huh. was like 
maybe 12 years old, and he told about making coupons and uh, that were a gift certificate for right. food. I don't know to where, but somewhere uh, in the neighborhood, and gave it to a homeless man, mm -hmm. uh, to homeless people. Yes. And on the back, it said something about uh, something like hang in there. Mm -hmm. uh, people care about That's you. Good. I, for one, do. Oh, wow. And things will get better. And or something a lot. And I was so moved. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, we could all be doing something yeah, like that. Exactly. It's so easy. It's so easy. You know, $15 no gift certificate to someone on the street, you That's know, amazing. that would really appreciate it. But also putting a sentiment on it. Yeah. I was like, that kid just moved me. That's He's 12 amazing. years old. So, uh, yeah, it, it's not hard to it's not. make a difference. Yeah, and, I totally uh, agree. Thank you for making a difference thank in you. all these lives, the kids and uh, the women, uh, you know, the teen pregnancies yeah. and helping kids with the colleges uh -huh. and just keep on keeping on. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Rachel. Thank you. And we will be right back after these messages. Do you want to have more passion and purpose in your day-to-day? -day? Are you yearning to ignite your power within? Now, more than ever, the world needs women who dream big, inspire others, and are living their greater purpose. There's never been a better time to up your game and make your success happen now. Contact Danny Rukin for a complimentary consultation and find out more about how you can become more effective, energized, and empowered while making a difference in doing what you love. Go to www.dannyrukin.com. The Live, Love, Thrive radio show is produced by 360karma.com. Are you a 360 Karma woman? If so, spread the word. Be sure to follow us on social media at 360 Karma Women on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please like us and share us with family and friends. This is the year of the woman, and we are stronger together. The Live, Love, Thrive program is brought to you in part by Honda of downtown Los Angeles, supporting the equality and empowerment of women. Fans of the Live, Love, Thrive radio show, join us for our Live, Love, Thrive conference in Los Angeles on November 12, 2016. This will be one of the most dynamic and interactive conferences in the country regarding equal pay and the shift of putting more women into positions of influence. Plus, incredible speakers, music, and life-changing tools to help you find your life purpose and create your legacy. Get your tickets now at www.LiveLoveThriveConference.com. Okay, we are back with the incredible and magnificent author and speaker, Beverly Hyman Feed. Welcome, Hi, Beverly. Thank you. So happy <laughs> to be here. Just made it by the skin of your yes, teeth. I did. <laughs> How are you? Good. 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 You had a good trip from Santa Barbara? Yes. Yeah. A long one. I could have been a long anywhere. One. Yeah. yeah, you could have been in uh, Hawaii by and now, it's right? True. It's true. <laughs> but I'm happy to be here. Yeah, good. Be, I'm happy you're here, too. Thanks. Um, a lot of people don't know your story uh, that. Uh, like 14, 15 years ago, you were diagnosed with stage four cancer, and you were just rocking and rolling and just, more than you ever. know, just not letting that thing win. Nope. They yeah. gave me two months to live, and I said, I don't wow. think so. Yeah. You got too much to do. Too much to do, and I kept going to different doctors, getting different opinions, and um, came up with two doctors that thought out of the box and gave me an experimental treatment, 
and I've been on it for 14 years feeling great. Wow. Really and the, lucky. The FDA just approved that, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's the scary thing. It took the FDA 14 years I to know. approve it. I know. Uh, but luckily, you had it as an experimental drug. Yeah. And because you did that experiment, I guess that's what helped them get it approved. I it's mean, true. You and other people. But, yeah. Um, so actually, it's a good thing for people to do these experimental things. Well, I think so. But everybody has to choose their own route, of course. Right. But right. Uh, for me, I wasn't going to do the extreme chemotherapy and the um, resectioning of my stomach that they wanted me to do and, yeah. and more chemotherapy. And I wanted to keep going. And this is, uh, hasn't altered my life in one, one bit. I one love way. it. Yeah. I love it. In fact, it's enhanced your life. It has, definitely. Because it has made you become an author and a speaker. Yes. That I wonder, do you think you would have taken that path had this not had maybe happened not. to you? Uh, maybe I, not. I, I had been a painter all my life and was yeah. very happy being in the studio. But after I took this, I looked at the world in a whole different way, number one, mm -hmm. and I wanted to share my information and share how you be had to be co-captain with your doctor and be your own advocate and pick your own, pick your own lane, really. Right. And I wanted to share that with everybody. That was very important to me. So I wanted to get out there. Well, and you do. And I, and I do. So, but not well, as fact, much as you, Catherine. <laughs> I don't know. We're, uh, I think we're right we're there. Neck and neck, yeah. uh, you have so many things going on. Uh, and, oh, we got to mention that you are 81. 82 now. 82. We were, you were 81 yeah. when we met. 82. Yeah. And the reason I mention that is, I mean, I don't know a lot of people that are 82 that have a blog. They're getting ready to do a TED Talk. They talk around the country. They've done three books. I mean, really amazing. And you know what I love is that not not only are you talking about aging with grace and, and, and thriving with cancer, but you, uh, you are like you live what you are talking about Thank you. and that's what's important because you really are an example of hey let's rock these 70s 80s and 90s absolutely. ladies absolutely you know it, it's not we have to, to look at aging differently today yeah because it is yeah it is different today i know and i know that you're an advocate <clears throat> for that in washington dc i am, I am. Uh, for but, an organization yes um, ghpi which is uh, headed by a woman, Edwina Rogers, a CEO. Uh, Global Health Span Policy Institute. Yes, that's right. right. Yeah. And um, we go before the Senate and the Congress to try and get more funds for aging research. And, and she's doing really amazing things, and I'm proud to be involved with that. I, I just want people to realize that we've been given 15 to 25 bonus years, and right. we need to use them in a very... Um, very uh, useful prolific way. and and yeah. useful way. Right. We can't just waste those away. Right. And not supposed to add on ten or twenty years and watch TV for those. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're supposed to be. So we're still rocking, as you something. say, in our seventies, eighties, and nineties. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I met a couple at a retirement home that I spoke where I spoke, and they were holding hands. And I said, "What's going on here, guys?" And they said, "Oh, we just got married." And I said, oh, that, how nice. How old are you? And they said, 89. Oh, I love it. So I love there's it. chapters two, three, four, and five for us now. Right. I love that. And yeah. we, we need to eat right and exercise and be physically ready for those. We do, because we want to enjoy them. We want to enjoy them. Right. If anybody's enjoying it, I know you are. <laughs> I am. <laughs> 
we've got it all going on. You've got an, uh, a very active and full career, uh, a great love life. A wonderful husband. Wonderful husband. Uh, wonderful. That's what I meant by that. <laughs> we, better, we better establish that. <laughs> Bob is great. And uh, wonderful family. Yep. So you just have a lot of... Speaking of your family, I know one of the books that you wrote, because you've written three, uh, was with your granddaughter. That's right. And it was, was cool. really her idea. It was her idea. It was yeah. her idea. And she came to me and said uh, she wanted to write a book report on my first book, which was Living with Cancer. And... Um, I said, I don't know, Tess. I don't think kids your age really know about cancer like that. And she said, well, let's write a book telling kids what cancer is like. Yeah. And, and that's what we did. Yeah, it's called Nana, What's Cancer, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was published by the American Cancer Society. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. And I'm a legislative ambassador and a hero of hope for the American Cancer Society. Yeah. So I speak all over for them, too. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, and I know you speak all over the country, but you actually have a TED Talk coming do. up. How exciting is I'm that? I'm so excited. That is very hip. October yeah. 27th, and it's about aging. Uh-huh. The theme of this particular TED Talk is, isn't it about time? So my TED Talk, isn't it about time we looked at aging differently? Yes, it is. And it is. Yeah. Well, you are the poster child to talk about <laughs> Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. And so I'm just so excited. It's in New York, uh, Upper West Side, October 27th. Yeah. Come on, see me. Yeah. What's it called? It, uh, it's called... Um, the it's Upper West the, Side TEDx? It's the Upper West Side TEDx Women. And Love it's it. at the Leonard Nimoy Space Symphony Theater. Do you know only about 15 to 20% of TED Talks are done by women? Really? Yes. So my friend Tabby Biddle actually teaches a class. Yes. Uh, which I know you, yes, I connected I took, you all. Yes. And boy, it worked, didn't it? Yeah. She, she helps you to create it. She helps you to find how to get a TED Talk done. Yep. And uh, she's just amazing. She's helping me cultivate mine. And uh, I want to follow wonderful. in your footsteps. Oh, you'd be great yeah, at a TED Talk. I want they to do that. Scoop you up. I want to do that. And uh, it's on the bucket list. Mine too. Uh, so... Um, you know, I think that that is really amazing that you're doing that. If people don't know what a TED Talk is, I mean, it's very popular that people listen to these online. Uh, they're on all different topics, but they're not motivational, and they're 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 really unique in that they're uh, supposed to be ways, ideas worth spreading. Uh, ideas worth spreading. So it's to get you to think about things in a different way. That's right, and that's why so many people love the TED Talks. Especially TEDx, which is what I'm doing, which is yes. kind of TED light, I call it. Yeah. Because um, it's lo- local and. Yes, yeah. it's um, regional. Because there's and, a big TED talk uh, that's three days, it happens every year. And in San Francisco, yeah. Yeah, very il- exclusive and elite. Yes, and, more uh, of the Kissinger, yeah. you know, type. And, and they're very wonderful to listen to too and then there's a women's one that's uh, about three days up in the bay area yes, too San Francisco. that's coming up the end of october yes, it's at the same time as mine right. we're going to be streaming from oh, there oh how yeah. cool we're going to hear theirs at the same time oh that's exciting yeah. uh and then the tedx talks are done locally all over the country i guess yes. all over the world all over, yeah, the, over world. the world india sri right. lanka i know somebody that wow. just did one in sri lanka Wow. Yeah. So who knows where you're going to end up. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Anyway, so this has been on my bucket list, and I'm just so excited to be doing it. And the title of their their theme fit 
what I wanted to talk about so perfectly. Mm -hmm. uh, isn't it about time? So, yes, that was perfect. Yeah, that was perfect. So your newest book is Aging in High Heels. Yes. Right. And Which um, I may never know about, but <laughs> <laughs> it's only metaphorically. It's I know, only metaphorically. I know. <laughs> and so um, it's really just about the new aging that we're doing, yes, and how we have to metaphor. take care of ourselves, and what we, how we have to look at our life optimistically and plan optimistically, and plan for the future. And here I am at 82 years old with stage four cancer, still planning my future. Well, and I think the key is that uh, my observation is that you live each day in the total present. Uh, I've always said the joy is in the present, and uh, I think you would agree. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you ever have hard days, or is it like... Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. You I still have, days have hard days when I cover my, myself up with my blankets and stay in bed. Yeah. I think everybody does. And we deserve yeah. it. Yeah. We get to do Sometimes that. Sometimes you need some downtime. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to, uh, with everything that you're juggling yeah. and everything. But uh, yeah, and that's okay to uh, rejuvenate and yeah. uh, regenerate our yeah. energy. But yeah. the next day I'm up and rearing to go again. Yeah. Yeah. Because each day is such a gift. It is. Uh, but it's even a gift uh, if you uh, sometimes relax in bed all day and Love recharge. It. I Love mean, you got to recharge. You do. Yeah. It's just really like a battery. Yeah. You, yeah. you need it's that. It's enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, and uh, take a vacation once in a while uh -huh. and, you know. Have some fun. I mean, that you got laughing. Gotta... Laughing is a must. Oh, laughing is the best medicine. Laughing and and fun. I have a something I say in my book. You're never too old. You're never too tired. You're never too broke to have some fun. Yeah, it's really or important. to laugh or to laugh. <laughs> laughing is a big big plus in yeah, our lives. Yeah, I think it releases something within us that uh, is healing. Right? Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, like the... endorphins or something. Right. I mean, it it does something wonderful and even on days where we're feeling kind of down i've noticed that if you walk around with a smile on your face anyway you you're going to believe it sooner or later yeah. yourself yeah and all of a sudden and i heard a great saying if you have a bad day that doesn't mean you're having a bad life right i like that it's just a bad day that's so true yeah. isn't it yeah yeah we got to put it in perspective too yeah. with everything else going on in the world and it's true uh, we are very lucky to be where we are. And how lucky that uh, you're able to go and talk and motivate uh, other women to, you know, take charge. And, and, and I think your message, too, is about <clears throat> if you get that diagnosis of cancer, it's it's no longer means. A death sentence. Yeah, it's no longer a death sentence. No. Uh, be your own advocate and yeah. search everything out. See what else is available. Get many opinions. Right. Be co-captains with your doctors and tell them that's not the way I want to run run my life. That's not the way right. I want to end my life or right. uh, live the rest of my life. I want right. to do it this way. This is what I have in mind. Right. What can we do along these lines? Right. And for those that don't know you, you know, I know you've had a lot of cancer in your life and lost mom and sister and uh, pretty young and so you're really the one that uh is changing that dynamic on all of their shoulders yes. absolutely and so uh there is 
you, you can take charge. It's not, you know, this doesn't happen to you. You can take charge of it. Exactly. Yeah. And actually, your beautiful story from start to finish is featured in our new Live, Love, Thrive book that comes out at oh, the conference. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, the conference, which is November 12th. I know. And we'll be rolling out also the premiere of the web series, which you are featured in. Which I'm so excited about yeah. that. And I hope everybody comes to that. Me too. And, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's wonderful that you share your entire story from from your early beginnings to your life now uh, and everything that's manifested uh, to bring you to where you are today. Um, and, and I'm so happy that you shared that uh, in well, the book. And Catherine, uh, you have a way of bringing out the absolute best in people. Oh, thank you. You do. Thank you. Well, uh, we're all here to just help each other. So yes. it's uh, my whole thing is women helping women. Love it. And so, uh, I, you know, we've been helping each other. Yep. So, you know, I know you have uh, a really popular blog, which is the same name as your book. Yes. Aging uh, called in High Aging Hills. in High Heels. And you and I are laughing because a lot of your friends that are in their 80s and whatnot, they, they don't really know what a blog is. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> or how to find it. No. <laughs> but you do have a lot of readers, even if they're younger. You well, know? what I do is I, I end up sending a lot of my blogs. I just do you email print it, it. Do you print out the hard copy? No, no. Oh, okay. I email it and just send it directly to them and hope that they or their husband will find it one day. Right, right. That's funny. Or their kids. Or their kids. Sometimes and I send it to some over. of my older friends and their kids will make sure they get it or yeah. email me back or right. yeah yeah I know but it's tough because uh you know let's face it the generation didn't grow up with computers no. so it's really foreign and yeah. they're like they don't have to do it right. so you know uh you know I I know I didn't learn the computer till I was 40 so you know five years ago <laughs> well last night <laughs> I worked kidding. on something <laughs> I got that I let that slip <laughs> Last night, I worked on something, and I think of myself as medium on the computer. I, I can do enough to get by. Yeah. But um, I worked on something for about two hours and um, went to uh, print it out, and it was gone. <laughs> I can't find it. I cannot find it. I worked on it for two hours. You know everybody that's listening relates to this, so, so don't feel bad. So I know it's in some kind of mysterious draft or uh, in a yeah. document. It's or there something. somewhere. It's some, yeah. Because I checked the trash Maybe. and it wasn't there. And yeah, so it's in the universe. I just have to find it somehow. It's in the computer abyss. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> if we all could find stuff in the computer abyss, and then people say, did you save it on the cloud? But nobody really knows where the cloud <laughs> no. is. And yeah, what? it's on the cloud, wherever where? that is, whatever planet that's on. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Good luck finding it on that cloud, but I we're know. supposed to feel better that it's there. Right. Waiting but, for us. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe well, when we pass or something. How do I get a copy? Uh, how do I get copies of those books? Oh, you'll be selling them at the... At the conference and okay. then uh, on Amazon. Oh, great. Yeah. And uh, Aging in High Heels is on Amazon. Yes, of and course. Barnes and Noble, and oh, and um, Barnes and Noble. Yes, you go, girl, and um, at various bookstores and online. Yeah, and you've uh, done online. some book signings. I know. Yeah, oh, I've done a lot of book signings. That's fun, yeah. right? I've done them all over from Palm Springs to New York and uh, Los Angeles, Santa Barbara, and I notice, and and you will too, when you're on the move, your book is moving. When yeah. you're not. Your the, book isn't moving right, as well. Right. So it really takes us to yeah. to move it forward. Right. Well, it's hard to keep up with you. You're always moving. <laughs> 
Yeah. Too. What next? Uh, besides the, uh, well, the I TED guess... Talk is the end of this month, yeah. October 27th. Yeah. And that's got my full attention. Oh, of course it does. Yeah. yeah that's like a, a big deal. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's an honor. It is an honor. Yeah. I'm very, very honored. It's not easy to get booked for those. But uh, like I said, you know, we do need to encourage more women to do them because I always say if it's only 15 to 20 percent of the TED Talks are women, or only uh, that same percentage in any uh, industry, uh, you know, of women CEOs and whatnot, right. then that means 80% are not women. <laughs> that's what it means. Yeah, and that's like, yeah. when we put it in that perspective, yeah. it's really, that's so unfair. It's uh, it's something that we have to do, but we can't sit back and go, oh, well, you know, we're only 20% no, of the we talks. We're only 5% of the yeah. CEOs in tech, and we're only 20% of the politicians. No, we have to do something yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, the only way it's going to change is if we help each other and pull each other, just like the old boys club. Old boys club. But... We need to create our own. I always say nobody wants to belong to the old girls club. I know I don't, but I call it the bold girls club. I love that. And that's what we've got to create. And that means we've got to help each other um, in every industry from Hollywood to politics to uh, and and doing things like TED Talks. Next person, a hand up. In fact, at my conference, Tabby's going to be talking about how women... uh, you know, do uh, create their own TED Talk and get booked. Uh, we have somebody, Randy Pizer, is talking about how to create your own book. I know you and I have both done this process, right. but there's so many women out there that have done amazing things, and they need to write a book. Yeah, it's and, true. And, uh, you know, this program is a platform to tell women's stories because I believe uh, we don't tell enough positive women's stories. I agree and with you. There are so many women that are doing so many amazing things. And we want to know them. We, we want to know, know them. We need to know them. We need to know them, and they inspire other people. And uh, sometimes when I have people on the show, you know, the, they're kind of resident, uh, nervous or, or fearful uh, to talk. And I say, but you're not talking about yourself and what you've done. What you're doing is you're inspiring other people exactly uh, to get up and get in the game and do something magnificent with their life. It's true. And you To are, know that they can do this too. That they can do this too. So what I hope is that people in their 80s, maybe they have some sort of uh, uh, health struggle, can look at you. I hope so. And say, you know what? If she can do it, so could I. I could write a book. I could be speaking. I could do a TED Talk. Absolutely. I could write a blog. Absolutely. You know. uh, I heard a wonderful story. I I spoke at some retirement home giving all this uh, inspiration, hopefully, saying you can do this. It's never too late. And we're giving these bonus years. And the um, director called me afterwards and said, a woman decided that she was going to take up yoga right after I left. Her age, 92. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Do you do yoga? No, I do Tai Chi. Tai- oh, Tai Chi. Yeah, oh, I, I have friends chi. that do Tai yeah. Chi. They, Yeah, that is really hard. That's it's hard. hard. It's hard. It's hard. Oh it's gosh. like a total concentration, which is very, very good for me because right. it's moving concentration. And that's... What I like. But the thing about women as they um, grow older, they have so much wisdom to share. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want people to know is that instead of looking at women that are older as invisible, look at them as teachers. Right. Because we have so much to share. We've been on this earth so much longer. Right. Uh, We want to share our wisdom with you and help pull you up with whatever you need pulling up. 
Right. We want to be there for you. So younger women should look to uh, women that are older to for their wisdom and, and, and guidance and expertise and help them put them in uh, the right direction and learn from them. And put yeah. themselves in a position where they're not scared of aging. Where it's not right. dreadful to them. Right. Where they're not so worried about wrinkles yeah. or, or how they look that they're frozen and that they right. don't realize that there's great life after 50 and right. after 60 and yeah. after 80, too. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I know. But And you and some of the women in the web series inspire me and say, I am excited about the 70s, 80s, and 90s because we're going to do great stuff. Good. And You're just starting. Just starting, baby. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I think you're just starting, too. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Uh, well, thank you so much for tuning in. Please tune in next week. And uh, look for our Live, Love, Thrive conference online. You can get tickets to that. It's November 12th here in West Hollywood. And we have amazing speakers. And uh, we're rolling out our film series and book, Live, Love, Thrive, that features wonderful people like Beverly Hyman Feed, who's with us today. And please look for her book online, uh, Aging in High Heels, and look for her TED Talk in New York. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Hugs and happiness. See you next week. Thank you, Catherine. Do you want to have more passion and purpose in your day-to-day? -day? Are you yearning to ignite your power within? Now, more than ever, the world needs women who dream big, inspire others, and are living their greater purpose. There's never been a better time to up your game and make your success happen now. Contact Danny Rukin for a complimentary consultation and find out more about how you can become more effective, energized, and empowered while making a difference in doing what you love. Go to www.dannyrukin.com. The Live, Love, Thrive program is brought to you in part by Honda of downtown Los Angeles, supporting the equality and empowerment of women. The Live, Love, Thrive radio show is produced by 360karma.com. Are you a 360 Karma woman? If so, spread the word. Be sure to follow us on social media at 360 Karma Women on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please like us and share us with family and friends. This is the year of the woman, and we are stronger together. Fans of the Live Love Thrive radio show, join us for our Live Love Thrive conference in Los Angeles on November 12, 2016. This will be one of the most dynamic and interactive conferences in the country regarding equal pay and the shift of putting more women into positions of influence. Plus, incredible speakers, music, and life-changing tools to help you find your life purpose and create your legacy. Get your tickets now at www.livelovethriveconference.com 